You want me to go through your team? Yeah, because I don't know where it is. I'm, I'm looking all over my desk for my freaking team of glory. Just not, I mean, I've got Larry Tunsil, so I win the offensive line. Okay. Don't ever make the mistake of sticking your nose in my business. If I'm down and out, I'll get up and take care of myself. Woo! It's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio looking at a guy out here hollering my name. When last year I spent more money on spilt liquor in bars from one side of this world to the other than you made. You're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. I'll summarize your team and you summarize mine. Let's start with the, uh, your offensive line is a guy that's uh, most famous for uh, smoking marijuana in a gas mask. <laughs> a guy that did a lot of steroids. Um, Andre Smith, is that who you had? And uh, Tony Baselli. I didn't have Andre Smith. I had Chris Samuels. Oh, both of them look good without a shirt on. Uh, Tony Baselli. And uh, really a guy whose best feature is his name, DeBricka Shaw Ferguson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think besides Tony Bacelli, I win. You've got a guy that's a walking billboard and a bunch of chumps. I'm not sure who you're saying is my walking billboard because I have two. For sure. <laughs> Thomas and Turley are both, aren't they both? I think Joe Thomas kept his mouth shut and started for 17 straight years in the pros after demoralizing people at Wisconsin. You can't fault Jonathan Ogden or Orlando Pace because they're untouchable. And Lincoln Kennedy, I mean, I, I really don't even have to say. I don't think my team gave up a sack in college. Not one of these players gave up a sack their college career. There wasn't a stat called pancakes before Orlando Pace got helmet stickers for the Buckeyes. I didn't even know what Apparently, everybody gets it. I've got Buckeye (laughs) helmet stickers. Everybody. Have you seen their helmets? I mean, their freaking kicker comes in and he's got a full helmet. Apparently, Justin Fields got 86 of them today. (laughs) Yeah. Well, there's always one game a year that uh, somebody does beat Ohio State, and it doesn't make sense. Back when I was, like, actually gambling, um, I seemed to have always took Ohio State in opening games of the year in big lines, and they'd always win by, like, 14, ugly. And I was like, oh, man, Nebraska, maybe, you know, Frost has turned it around, and he's he's going to take that step this year with them. Now, they still suck. I think Nebraska's like Tennessee. I think it's I think it's over. Like I think the like the Vols are back. Nebraska, the, the glory days, like the nineties are it, man. All right. Let's go on to your uh wide receivers. Win. Randy Moss, win. Okay, so starting off you have a weed smoker that uh And a crackhead. So what do you what's your problem? What'd you, what... He was kicked out of FSU, which is <laughs> 
which is pretty astonishing. <laughs> that's, that's, hey, buddy. <laughs> he might be the only person to ever be kicked out of Florida State. Wait, did, did wait? I missed the 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 precursor to this that we were drafting a choir squad to go to the local sing off at well I'll Valley get, View. I'll get to who should have been your coach, um, <laughs> Barry Switzer. Mm, close with Jackie Sherrill running defense. Could cl- close. <laughs> um, so he was on probation after beating up a fellow student, and. For some reason, like everybody else on the team, could have been paired with one of my drafted wide receivers, uh, one Mr. Peter Warwick. But suddenly, Randy Moss was kicked out of school. One of my wide receivers had seven kids while in college. What's your point? Are you talking about uh, a guy that wasn't even the best player on his high school team? Yeah, some rumor I heard, but apparently that was wrong. That was so wrong because I totally respect David Palmer. Um, then you have, uh, Michael Irvin. I really don't even have to get into character with him. Yeah. You have, uh, at least he's not still in, um, uh, Moss's weed cause he smokes crack. You have a guy who's famous for doing a pose against Iowa. I'm not even sure who they were <laughs> playing that day, but some other, uh, garbage. that would be Notre Dame. Oh, well, Notre Dame has always been good. So I won't. Dude, that was at the height. They would, they were good then because they cheated. Is Manti Teo's uh, girlfriend still okay? Or no, no, he's, be, no, she's still getting banged by Rocket Ishmael off that team. That's what you're wanting to know. Rakib Ishmael, <laughs> Rajib Ishmael, and then his brother, his little, his lesser known brother Quandry, who went to Syracuse. The missile. The missile. <laughs> Did you just say that uh, Mantateo's girlfriend is still getting banged? <laughs> By the rocket? Uh, Probably. He was so fast, he could bang a ghost. Do not. Still getting banged by rocket. No, it's going to be. I He's thought, ghost fast. Ghost fast. I thought I was going. Ghost banging fast. I thought I was going a little bit uh, off color <laughs> by saying. Is Mantateo's girlfriend still okay? That didn't work out. All right, so uh, you want to go through my wide receiver? You got a guy. Uh, you didn't even bring up Keyshawn Johnson. You got Randy Moss, Michael Irvin, Desmond Howard, David Palmer, and a completely selfless individual known as Keyshawn Johnson. Dang right. All right. You're darn tooting. You want to go through my... Uh... Yeah, I mean, if you want to, if you feel... I mean, you've got one worthy name, two two worthy names on that list to compete with what I got. I assume you're talking about Peter Warwick yes. and Larry Fitzgerald? Well, you got one. You actually did get one of those right. Larry Fitzgerald is, is legit. It should have been between him and Eli for the Heisman. Peter Work sucked in college, right? Yeah, he, he didn't suck in college, but, I mean, he didn't smoke crack and show up and dominate like well, Irvin. All right, first off. Peter, got- yeah, Peter Work was great. All these guys were great in college. Crabtree was great in college. He dreamed it in his head. <laughs> I dreamed it in my head. I-
Chad Johnson. Okay, now the one that the one that wasn't is Calvin Johnson is probably the least like numbers out of all these and probably the best. I don't know. Randy Moss, dude. Randy Moss, Julio, or Calvin? Biz, biggest physical. Let's get out of this. My receivers win. It's obvious I won this. But who's the biggest physical freak between Randy Moss, Julio, and Calvin? Who's the biggest what? Physical freak. It hurts me to say this, but it... Was Moss faster? Both of them are 4-3, guys. Both of them can outrun anybody. I don't understand. I get so mad at Matt Ryan because, <laughs> like... I mean, like... He's got, God knows. You can't get Julio the ball in the in the red zone. Like, yeah, you can. Just throw it near him. Throw it anywhere near him. Julio might be the most college and pro. Sadly to me, I think Julio could have had a much more prolific career stats wise in both. And he still is going to be a top five. When he retires, he's still going to be yeah. a top five wide receiver. Yeah, he's, but, he's great. No, yeah, he's and, great. And Matt Stafford got it right. In his like nine years with Calvin Johnson, just just throw him the ball. Yeah, just throw it up. I don't understand why Michael Crabtree. He's kind of like a uh, he's he's kind of like a uh, Trent Richardson. He he was a can't miss guy in college, but then in the pros, yeah, he didn't turn out that good. Um, and I don't understand why. And Peter Warwick the same thing. I don't get why Peter Warwick didn't turn out. And he was he was unbelievable in college. Well, Michael Crabtree was like six three, and uh, he was good know. for a few years at San Francisco. Yeah, tight roping against Texas, I think, kind of swayed me on that. Yeah, but David Palmer was the truth. <laughs> David Palmer, man, he came in at quarterback so many times, and you knew for a fact he wasn't about to throw the ball, and you still couldn't stop. <laughs> no, him. no. He like there was zero like he came in and was like, all right, here we go. Here comes the run play. I mean, you didn't even need cornerbacks. He was the original Wildcat quarterback. He was the truth. Like, but he didn't get shotgun snaps because Gene Stallings didn't believe in the shotgun. He was the guy that that Mike Vick watched and to tailor his game after. Interesting you say that. Let's move on to quarterbacks. All right. Um you have uh, a guy that if Todd Helton had decided to play football, probably would have never played. Um, Todd Helton's backup, it says. I, I have in my notes, Todd Helton's backup. And then a guy that wasn't as good as Allen Iverson. Is that who you picked as your quarterbacks? Yeah. You got a guy that transferred because of Tebow and then stole a laptop to do it to is an excuse. And then... Say something mean about Drew Brees. Say something mean about Drew Brees. He's short. <laughs> he's too short. Well, Cam Newton makes up for it because he's a free agent. All right. You put me in a room with one bazillion football people picking Drew Brees or Peyton Manning all day long. They're taking Peyton. Um, you, you know what they would say when Drew Brees walked in? They would say, hey, here's a quarter. Why don't you get on the bus and go downtown and have a rat chew that thing off your face? That was the best line in Uncle Buck. 
<laughs> why don't you go down? Well, I think he said, "Why don't you go down to the sewers and have a, and have a rat? Have a rat chew that thing off your face and all that." And he said, "Here's a quarter or something." Yeah, he offered a quarter. Yeah, he flipped it to her. Take a bus. <laughs> he flipped it to her and said, uh, "Why don't you go down to the sewer and have a rat and all that thing off your face?" Take this quarter. Go downtown and have a rat. Gnaw that thing off your face. Good day to you, madam. <laughs> that was a great movie. His, uh, what was it, his 10-year plan to quit smoking? Yeah. That was awesome. Hey, I, I stopped smoking cigarettes. Oh, good. Isn't that something? <laughs> I'm on to cigars now. Yeah, I'm on to a five-year plan. I eliminated the cigarettes, then I go to cigars, then I go to pipes, then I go to chewing tobacco, then I'm on to that nicotine gum. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> then he's going to go with a pipe. <laughs> then chew in the back. All right. Yeah, right now. We're on to, uh, you want to do running backs or tight end? Because I won both of them, it seems like. So far, I'm winning. That's not true. Like every position. I don't. I haven't lost a position yet. Uh, we've covered quarterback. Offensive line and wide receiver. You have Cam. I'll give you Cam over Vic, and I've got Peyton over Brees. So it's a push. It's not a push. I have Cam Newton. And you have earlier said that you wish that Peyton Manning plays every snap because you're going to have Michael Vick as running back? No, I'm going to have him in the now. I'm going to have him on the field. Are you serious? Have you seen him? Did you ever play PlayStation in the early two, in like 98, 99? Seriously? Yeah, I seriously picked Virginia Tech. If, I mean, yeah, because because it was it was like playing John Elway football without having to use the cheat code because that's just how fast he was. Yeah. He was Randall Cunningham and Tech Mobile. He was that. Good. Yeah. With John Elway's arm. When you needed to throw it, he would throw an 80 yard laser. God, he was so good. Yes, he's on the field. But he's not playing quarterback. Man, dude, I, the annexation of Puerto Rico is getting ran with this team. Keyshawn Johnson's going to be pissed and causing problems in the locker room. I don't know how I'm going to get the ball around to all these players. And you also have Charles Woodson, which that's going to go good with Peyton. But, okay. Um, are you sure that you won't – are you sure that you won't – the coach that you picked because I'm, I'm suggesting a guy that's won a, a national championship at two different universities, a true guy that only cares about character. I know urban's good, but I don't, I think he'd be good. He's a character builder. Yeah. I think he'd be good with your uh, steroid abuser, gas mask guy, uh, Coke addict and uh, yeah, but he'd be spending more time trying to make all my crackheads good instead of coaching. Well, I need somebody coaching. I don't need. I need. I need to go the Adam Sandler, Burt Reynolds route. Like I don't need. How many times? I don't need a choir. I don't need a coach of. I don't need a choir boy coach. I need Hugh. I need Hugh Freeze running this thing. I'm so glad that Bobby Bowden has. Uh, I need Bobby Bowden. Uh, I'm so I'm so glad Bobby Bowden has survived COVID. But how many times did Bobby Bowden run on the field and then find out confusedly that his team didn't win? <laughs> Shot. 
What? Like, what? We didn't win? What? He would ask like the state trooper that was next to him, like, what? What? We didn't have more points. Yeah, Bobby, that's why we make scoreboard so small. <laughs> if I did, if Bobby passes out on me, I'm bringing in Schellenberger. What? I'm bringing in Schellenberger. I know he could contain those my, my team. Oh my gosh, Howard Schellenberger was a pro. Or maybe pro Jimmy player. Johnson. Oh, Jimmy Johnson. Well, he had one foot out the door at all times. Yeah, but he could control those gangsters. How did he do that? How do you think he did it? Was he just being honest with them? You think he just told them the truth? Same way Anna or Elsa did. You just let it go, man. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Boys, are you about to are you about to go rob that 7-Eleven? All right, man. <laughs> Don't get caught. Boys, I got a key here, and that key <laughs> will unlock this this uh that's full of balls. But you gotta act right now. You gotta act right, and I'll unlock it. The Larry Coker approach. Yeah. Jeez. I think Ed Reed actually told him. <laughs> yeah. Ed Reed, Ed Reed. Larry, right after Larry Coker was introduced, Ed Reed went and told him, he's like, hey, uh, Larry, he didn't call him coach because, of course, why would you? Um, he went and told oh, him, yeah. hey, Larry. No, he preferred, no, he was the one. He He's that one player that never referred by a, co- a coach by his, like, coach. No, he wasn't coaching him. You didn't need to coach him. I think. Hey, what's went, up, Ed? I've I've seen things. He went went to him and said, "Hey, Larry, we got this." And and Larry Coker was done coaching for the next three years. And they won two. Should have been three. Now, they had to hate Ken Dorsey. Uh, Ken Dorsey just got the snaps and and gave the ball to Santana Moss and. But he didn't even do that good. He should have done that better. He, he did it fine. He, all you got to do is turn around and give the ball to Edron James or Najee Davenport or Clinton Portis or Willis McGahey. I mean, like, come on. They were so good. I should have just picked any Miami team from 2001, 2002, 2003. So yeah. Good. Hold your hands so up high. Hold your hands up high. The Miami Jays are passing by. Let's go on to tight ends. All right. You picked uh, a soldier's backup who notoriously uh, yelled at Eli Manning when he was in the pros. Well, he was crazy. He was insane. Jeremy Shockey was insane. 
I like it. He fits. He was really good. I'm get, I'm get, man, I, I can't look. Bo, once you start constructing something in one way, you don't just all of a sudden slip like <laughs> sugar into your red beans and rice. I mean, what kind of dumb move is that? You keep it spicy. Yeah. 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 And you throw the chili pepper in with the, the cayenne. I didn't realize he was insane in, in college, but he was really good. Well, he went to Miami. That should have been indication number one. And, I mean, how would you? He was on the team with Ed Reed. Did you think he was going to overshadow that in college? I mean. He was just, you know, always stay humble and kind in in, in, in college. College is real good about squelching personalities. I mean, very rarely have the personalities grown in college to what you see in the pros. I mean, very rarely have you gotten the Brian Bosworths of the world well, in college. Well, the thing is, you have to have a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, nope. Shoot, everybody thought Rolando McClain was a good guy because he was broke. Apparently, he's straight gangster. Yeah, he was pretty. He was pretty broken. College. No. no. Did, did you say a five star linebacker that went to Alabama was broke in college? Well, I mean, okay. I mean, compared okay. to Brian Bosworth, compared to Brian Bosworth, Brian Bosworth went to Oklahoma in the eighties. Yeah, he was getting paid a lot. Rolando McClain. Oh, you're oh you're saying McClain was broke compared to Bosworth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he got a he got a brand new charger, which everybody that plays that wants one gets one, and yeah. probably between one hundred and fifty and two hundred fifty thousand. Well, no, saving wasn't walking in in a mink coat to his lunchroom <laughs> to recruit him, and said, "Where's Where's Bosworth?" While holding up his his rings. Yeah. No, Saban doesn't do that kind of crap. God, Barry Switzer might need to be my coach. Barry Switzer. He could handle Did it. Did none of us pick Brian Bosworth? No. Because we Why went, the hell not? Because Oh, it was too early. It was eighty eight, right? Eighty eight was the cutoff. Well, except for your Michael Irvin pick. Um, yeah. He was eighty eight. Go look at your rookie eighty Irvin. I'll tell you the first five picks of the nineteen eighty eight NFL draft if you want to. Yeah, bring it. They're all guys on my team except for Barry Sanders. Where's Michael Irvin in it? He's in that draft. No, he was he was proud of that. He was eighty six. No, he wasn't. Okay. Are you saying that Barry Sanders Google it? Are you saying that Barry Sanders graduated the Are same? Are you saying Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball? Up your butt, Jobu. Looks like Jabu needs a refill. Michael. Urban. Go, bartender! Go, food needs a refill! And oh, Freaking 1988. Oh, shocker, it's 1988. Okay, what year did... He, he, 11th player in the overall first draft. Okay. What year did Barry Sanders and all them get drafted? I'm going to say 1989. It was. I know it was 89. Of course, because Derek Thomas was a great pick. Um... You said Irvin was 86, so Irvin was good. That's why I couldn't pick Bosworth. This all comes down to why I couldn't pick why none of us picked Bosworth. Michael Irvin. And then you then you tried to call me a cheater for Michael Irvin. Michael okay. Irvin was 1987. Prior to our limitation of Are you Michael. calling Google a liar? He was drafted in the 1980, 1988 NFL draft. Meaning Yeah, I mean he played football in 1988. For the Cowboys, yes, he did. But no, not, no. Not. he played probably played on New Year's Day in some bowl game, probably some Sugar Bowl against Alabama. Kick them 
Bill Curry's ass. That's not true. He might have played one day in 1988. He probably <laughs> did play in the Orange Bowl because every year yes. they went to the Orange Bowl. Every year of in the 80s, Miami was in the Orange Bowl. Oh, every year. We got a bowl game. Where are we going, coach? Oh, to the stadium three miles down the road. I, I had this greatest like of a stadium three miles up the road. I, I had this greatest like sports events of the eighties or the decade. Yeah. Tape. And literally half of them were orange bowls with Miami, like Miami, Nebraska. Do you remember the uh the Catholics versus the convicts? Oh yeah. They made shirts. That was yeah, oh, yeah. I think that was like first game day. Yeah. Well, Ever. Yeah. Keith Jackson. Whoa, Nelly. Whoa, Nelly. All right. Let's move on to uh, your running back picks. Boom. In your face. You picked uh, Thurman Thomas's backup and a guy that got paid a lot of money to go to USC. Is that right? Yep. All right. Well, let's look at that compared to mine. I have Bobby Boucher and Marshall Falk. And I can just say his initials because everybody knows LT. Not Lawrence Taylor. They knew. Tomlinson. Hey, congratulations on picking two guys nobody knew until they made it to the NFL. Really, it's astonishing. Are you saying? We were picking college guys. Are you saying you didn't know who San Diego State's Marshall Falk was when he was in no, college at San no, Diego State? No, because I watched big boy football. Okay, well, if you watched ESPN, there would pop up like a little block that said, Marshall Falk, 349 rushing yards. And you'd say like, man, who were they playing? Not good teams, but... Yeah, yeah. Wow, you mean the San Francisco Don's defense was putting up a hell of a fight tackling Marshall that day. You're right. The Pac-12 was so good in Reggie Bush's Dude, day. They were. Yep. That was like the height. Man, Oregon, his defenses were stout. Washington. Wait, hold on. Oregon was like six years after Reggie Bush. UCLA? Oh, so good. <laughs> Stanford? You've seen Stanford play defense? Stanford, they beat. Was not. They would good. beat them. Stanford was not good in two thousand three, two thousand four. I bet Arizona State was. Well, you, you maybe really, Arizona Desert Storm. You know, you should have picked is uh, Lindell White because he was much better than Reggie Bush. Yeah, I can't. Sure even, I can't even say that. I, I can't say that. <laughs> Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush was. Reggie um, Bush was a human highlight reel. All four of those guys were. Yeah, Marshall Falk. Every time that you looked up on a Saturday, he'd rush for 420 yards and six <laughs> touchdowns. Every Saturday of his college career, that's what he did. And Damian Tomlinson. Well, he was. He made, he made people know. Who, I mean, that was before TCU was good. Yeah, he he got he got their coach hired at Alabama. Yeah. Um. Thank and then quitted. God, Reggie Bush was so good. Barry Sanders was really good at football. Oh, yeah, of course. Marshall Falk. I mean, I think that's – I want to say push just because I really want it. But uh, 
were you shocked that uh, they were talking about uh, who was the defensive end that got picked ahead of Reggie Bush? It was some guy from like NC State, Mario Williams. No, Mario Williams was later on. That was uh, the Mar, and he was NC State. I want to say Mario was Williams it? was picked first, and Reggie Bush was picked second. Was Mario Williams the the Reggie Bush year, or was it that guy Courtney Upshaw or whatever from the defensive? Line from Penn State, Courtney Brown. Um, Courtney Brown, the whole Penn State when they Lavar Arrington. I I want to say because I have Reggie Bush down on my list of people I wanted to pick. I think Mario Williams was picked ahead of him, and I'd never heard of him or Vernon Davis or any of the people that. Get yeah, why would up. they do? Why? It goes back to our Mitch Trubisky, but the. There's a guy that's a huge Saints fan that I've heard mentioned several times, though, that he still thinks there was some BS or some shenanigans that were set up for, for the Saints to get Reggie Bush. I don't know what that's worth, but. I believe it because uh, Reggie Bush was, he couldn't miss. I mean, like, he was so good. He was so good. Or Geron thought he had Bush at Ole Miss. What an idiot. I remember some guy saying, like, Oh, he hits the B button there. And I was thinking like the B button. Have you not heard of PlayStation? Because it's obviously the O button because like <laughs> ridiculous. Like, what are you even talking about, man? Like I never hit the B button. 2003 or something. He's not playing Contra. And I was like, what, what is he doing? Is he, is he hitting turbo? Is this Mario? What, what are we doing? Like <laughs> the B button. And the B button. I think that Sports Center uh, announcer was quickly replaced by someone more hip and trendy. All right, so I think I won. Uh, oh wait, hold on, we didn't go over my tight end. Rufus French. Man, he was so good. I know. People just don't know. What you say? People don't know, but. It's, Do people know? I, this is a family pod, but families often have iPads that have Siri or Google. And you can say like, hey, Google, how good was Rufus French? Awesome. And just watch your college. <laughs> we're, we're playing the what if game? Like, are you stupid? Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> we we talked about it on the show that there was a, one of the biggest games of my early childhood was Ole Miss was playing Tennessee. And this is what led to me seeing Desmond Howard. Like Ole Miss lost to Tennessee and we went to the Gator Bowl, but we were playing Tennessee and the winner was going to be the SEC champion. We could have done it in like 89 or 90 or whatever. But anyway, I it's one of those games that I saw when it happened. And that was my only recollection. It was on YouTube or something. And I found it the other day and watched it. And I almost like threw my, my, have we talked about this? Like it was almost unbearable to watch. It was so like the coach. So Ole Miss was down like two scores with like five or six minutes to go in the game. And they were running the gosh damn option. And it, I, Still huddle up, boy. Still huddle huddling up. up, running the option with six minutes to go down two scores. I, I couldn't. It was I, I. I don't know how we watched football back then. <laughs> That's how you played. Yeah, that but, is but how you when played. the yeah. 
God, was there was no two minute offense. There was no two minute offense. It was so bad. And that wasn't even like that was just what today's shotgun is. There was no shotgun. There was no, no. shotgun. That's what I said. David Palmer had to take the snap under center, yeah. even though he's going to run. Don't give him any room to run. Let's just put him under center, and he'll find room from no space at all next to a bunch of big, you know, mean 285-pound guys. Um, so ridiculous. So ridiculous. And the size of people was insane. Our, our My Orlando Pace and Jonathan Ogden and your Tony Mandrich, they were freaks. Yeah. Freaks. They were huge. The freak. All right, let's go to defense. All right. I uh, don't want to start on defensive line. Hmm. Let's start on defensive line. Okay. All right. All uh, right. You have a basketball player. Yep. Um, a guy that uh, notoriously smoked pot and draft dropped in the draft. Uh, yeah, he's another piece of crap. Uh, I got, man, I'm going to need a few drug dealers to keep my team going. A guy that uh, notoriously drove $130,000 Mercedes his senior year of college, Javon Curse. <laughs> and well, um, best defensive event, a guy, best defensive lineman in the this, SEC. This seemed like a reach. Um, a guy that had 13 total sacks, Glenn Dorsey. Yeah, 13 total his first career for his senior first year. No, first career. For his senior year. Would you like to compare that to uh, – all right, so you had Julius Peppers, Warren Sapp, Glenn Dorsey. And so you had the – Dwight Freeney had that in one game. Dwight Freeney had Glenn Dorsey's career sacks um, in one yeah, game. Yeah, he played against Boston College. Okay, I'll take that. Um, I'll take that. You got one guy who really, if he didn't play football, deserves to be in prison. Like – uh, Aaron Hernandez, like model citizen here at, at defensive tackle, like it. I'm. It's amazing. Uh, Aaron Rodgers still plays football, thanks to this. This is my one. This is my one uh, questionable character guy. No, well, oh, you mean the guy right next to him who did the I think exact same thing in the pros. Okay, I think he got well, kicked out of the NFL. As a matter of fact, we're not talking about NFL. We're talking about college. Um. My one, like Dabo Sweeney, I have a couple questionable guys on my whole roster. And Dominican Sue, and he was just, he was very competitive. Yeah. Okay. It was all from a competitive spirit. Um, Jadavian Clowney might have killed somebody in the game. The way that Michigan player's helmet came off. You know why that happened? Because Laramie Tunsil wasn't standing in there to block him with one hand. <laughs> That's pros. That's pros. There's a video out there of Laramie Tunsil blocking your guy and another NFL defensive lineman at the same freaking time. All right. I sent you said video. Talk- you've, you've seen this with your eyes. I have. But we have talked about Mike Ford. And – the only person whose high school tape looks as good as Mike Ford is Jadavian Glenn. Yeah. 
so good. Well, good. that wasn't fair. Dude, people like me had to block. <laughs> I swear to God, if I'd have walked on the field and that son of a crossed the line, I'd have looked at coach and said, I'm I'm done. Like I'm not Imagine being a parent. Oh no, yeah, I'd be fearful of, of somebody that is like, Hey, my son's starting in left tackle <laughs> against Jadavian Clowney. I'm gonna call the cops and say, like, there's a grown ass man out here. Dude, I was beating. I was a tight end my junior year. I'd have tried, I would have been they would have if I would have played wherever he was and our teams matched imagine, up, I'd have lined up against him. I can imagine Skipper Clement saying, uh, make sure to chip him on your way to a linebacker. Yeah, I yeah, I won't make it to the linebacker, first of all, because he's gonna punch me and I'm gonna crumble like a tin can. Jadavian. I think he had like eight or nine sacks a game. His, his senior year. And sometimes they put him at running back. And just like, <laughs> yeah. Davian, you're bigger, stronger, faster than everybody out here. Hey, now we need touchdowns and nobody can <laughs> tackle you. Go do that. <laughs> oh, I like you've, you've stopped them from scoring, but we need some points now. There's one on his high school tape where he's like, they run a little like Tebow play. Was, it's just a tight end dump. And they just they throw it to him, and there's like five guys on him because, of course, like, where's the ball going? Oh, that freak. Um, and he just, I guess, uh, manhandles a bunch of people and gets the ball and turns around. And there are people that maybe could have dove at his legs or something, but they don't because. <laughs> Why? Well, no, I'm not getting stepped on by him. <laughs> what did you say in this pod? You said something about. Not business decisions, it's life decisions. It's like, yeah, it's health decisions. Yeah. Okay. Personal health. Yeah. It's not business. It's it's about staying alive. He played inevitably against some kid like me in high school. That's what's sad. Well, there's nothing there's nothing you or anybody in South Carolina could do no. to stop that. I mean like I like the running back that tries to pick him up. He's like, yeah, I'll chip him. After he blows, (laughs) he acts as if the left tackle is not even there. He just goes past him. And then the running back's like, oh, I'll stop him. No, you won't. Oh, gosh. He was so good. You know what, man? I'm going to give you the defensive line. What? Yeah, you, got peppers, you know that, right? Yeah, but that's it. That's it. I beat I beat you with peppers. He's better than Freeney. Warren Sapp was unblockable in college. Sapp and Sue, you could probably push, but Henderson's better than Dorsey, and Clowney's better than Curse. I uh, will take it. So I'm five for five. So two, one, and one. Yeah. What What are you saying? You want? I've got you on running backs and quarterbacks. I mean, you've got Breeze. We're talking college here. My starter. Play, my starter. He's played for Dookie. All right. Did I pick first? No, you picked first and picked Peyton. What, what were we doing? And you, didn't you pick Breeze first? We both lost our minds, by the way, with Vic and Cam sitting there. My wide receivers are so good. They need the ball. Cam, well, that's why I was thinking Peyton, because I've, I've got – 
I've got to keep my receivers from like tearing my whole team apart. All right, so I want off. So they need the football. I want offensive line, tight ends a push, maybe. You won running backs. I definitely won wide receivers. And <laughs> the receivers not even close. I have Randy Moss. I have Julio. Calvin Johnson. I have Irvin. I have Calvin Johnson. Apparently, Bo didn't watch uh, Keyshawn Johnson in college because he caught like 170 passes a year. Peter Ward. Get down, ball. Who went to the Heisman more than Andrew Luck did. Larry Fitzgerald, Petty. David Palmer. They knew he was getting the ball. They put him at quarterback and couldn't stop him. They put him anywhere on the field and couldn't stop him. And he was raising seven kids between each game. Michael Crabtree beat Texas when Texas was good. We don't know that. He may have dreamed it in his head. Well, I dream that my wide receivers are better. Um, All right. So I'm five for five. Um, We're gonna we're gonna have to agree to that. I'm right on that one. But let's move on to uh, linebackers. All right. Do we even know? Winner. All right. Do we just want to move on and give me the W or what? Who, who's your best guy? Who's my best guy? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Patrick Willis? Ray Lewis. Patrick Willis. Okay. I will match them with uh, Zach Thomas. Yeah. Zach – Okay, that just proves I win. That like they like Zach Thomas brings your Derek Thomas pick down with got Lavar Arrington. He hopped over an entire team. Yeah, he he was good um, in the world of Iowa doing the uh, downset hut hut every every time. You know who's really good? Oh, congrats on Zach Thomas never having to tackle a running back in college. Zach Thomas had 240 tackles a year for four years. Yeah. Well, when you have, when they run 27 outs in that league, you make 27 tackles at 10 yards downfield. Congratulations on your 40 tackles right. in a game that the team scored 70 points. I will match your Good job. DeMarcus Ware with anybody, <sighs> but I will say Derek. I'll say Derek Brooks. Derek Brooks is good. You've got one. You've got one equalizer, like one showstopper. You talking about Derek Johnson? Yeah, he was. He was amazing. That's what I'm about. He was amazing. He was good at Texas. Tejas. If I just played with three linebackers, I think my three match your four. You realize I've got a linebacker that will shoot your linebackers. <laughs> uh, almost, well, now he's more stabby. That's why I almost picked. Rolando. Uh, now he would shoot. My guy stabbed me. Well, you don't bring a knife to a gunfight, and I'm bringing the ultimate trump card, Derek Thomas. Now, Thomas is, Thomas is, I mean, the problem with Thomas, though, is he didn't have a club on his hand. Patrick Willis has got a club on his hand, just whacking. Did he have a blacked out visor? Who, Willis or Thomas? I think they both did. Derek Thomas did. And it was the first time I'd ever seen that. And I was like, 
Hey, who's that guy that keeps tackling the quarterback? Darth Vader <laughs> of football. Gosh. He really was the best linebacker, ever, best college linebacker to ever play the game. Derek Thomas. You don't want to say best linebacker to ever play? Was LT better than him? LT changed the game. But so did Thomas, man. Thomas had a lot of sacks in the pros like that. It, Thomas was after LT. Um, I go back. LT's the reason. LT's the reason that the left tackle is the second highest played. They're the blind side tackles, the second highest paid player in the NFL. I mean, I, I I used to pick the Chiefs every once in a while just just so I could get Derek Thomas. Yeah, yeah, Derek Thomas and Neil Smith. They were an unbelievable, unbelievable pair. God, their offense sucked, but. <laughs> yeah. I'd still pick them. Yeah. I'd still pick them because that was before. Um, you know. But yeah, they had. Well, they. I mean, they didn't. They had Barry Word and Christian Okoye. They didn't have Christian Okoye. All right, let's uh, say that I won that some seven for seven. Um, no, what I mean, Ed Reed. Okay, rest of the way. Boom, you're done. Are you saying Sean Taylor was not amazing? I have the two greatest Great. players in the history of Tennessee. I have John Henderson and Eric Berry. I have Eric Berry. You have a guy that shouldn't win the Heisman. Reggie Wright just rolled over in his grave. A guy with nice hair. Oh, yeah. And you have a guy that's more concerned with making the Yankees farm system. I just want to say one thing um, to the fans and everybody in Gator Nation. Um, I'm sorry. Um, extremely sorry. You know, we were hoping for an undefeated season. That was my goal. Something the floor has never done here. But I promise you one thing. A lot of good will come out of this. You have never seen any player in the entire country play as hard as I will play the rest of the season, and you never see someone push the rest of the team as hard as I will push everybody the rest of the season, and you never see a team play harder than we will the rest of the season. God bless. <laughs> All right, go through your lineup. You have Deion Sanders, Patrick Peterson. Yeah. Patrick Peterson hurts, really hurts. Patrick Peterson really hurt me. Yeah, he was good. At football. He shut down an entire Alabama offense one night. I watched him do it. Yeah. Charles Woodson and Troy Ponon. Um there's no way I can defeat that unless you drafted the guys I drafted, which is Ed Reed. Ed Reed's good. He's decent. I mean are you planning on throwing the ball? Because I'll make all American and Still have 15 picks. Sean Taylor, who might have been better than Ed Reed because he was so amazing. RIP. You don't have corners. Like, I'm my receivers, like Randy Moss is going to, I mean, they're great. But when Randy Moss is like spinning by them, you think and Michael Vick's dropping dimes over their head? Well, he's not playing because you're, you, he is. He's in the backfield with Peyton. Okay. Um, you think he's going to actually run by Sean Taylor? Are you, are you insane? Um, Eric Berry? Is he going to run by Eric Berry? And then I have times. the ultimate Swiss Army knife, 
Probably the greatest player. He had a pick six Sunday. Well, Sundays don't matter. Uh, probably the greatest defensive back that Alabama's ever had. That's a bold statement. I don't know. But Minka Fitzpatrick, come on. So amazing. Best y'all have ever had. DB. Minka was a two-time All-American. He would have been a three-time, but lost over your senior year. Was he the best? He might be, man. I'm, Langham. I'm, yeah, I'm a big fan of Langham. Uh, I was thinking Drake Kirkpatrick. He was so good. Hey, Kirkpatrick was the other one I was going to throw out there. Patrick Sertrain um, is amazing. The was it? Who was it early in, in Saban's tenure? Now, he didn't have the NFL career. But Javi? Safety at, you about Javi? No, not Javi Arenas. Oh, the baseball guy? Who was the baseball guy? No, not Woodall. Landon Collins? Not Collins. There was another one. Um, not Jackson. You talking about Sensuri? Maybe it was Jackson. Maybe it was one of the Jacksons. Eddie Jackson was good. Vinny Sensuri was good. All right. All right, so I won most of them. Four, five, I mean, I've got prime seven, time. Eight. So far, mate, for eight. And let's move on to coaches. I'm nine for nine. I'm nine for nine. You sure you don't Bobby live in Urban? Bobby Bowden would clown on Saban. That's true. He did win two national championships. That's not. That's not. I mean, he played football when there was competition. Yeah, the ACC has notoriously been tough on the whole country. I'm sorry. What? And AC? Are you kidding me? The ACC was so good back then. Yeah, I mean, Georgia Tech was slinging it back then. Did I tell you about the, the University of Virginia's? Uh, Broom to Tiki. They're uh, a room to the barber. Tiki and Ronde because they beat Free Free Shoe University in 1999 when they won the national championship. Um, One time they beat them. All right. (laughs) So ridiculous. Yeah. Let's move on to uniforms. Oh, well. Uh, Done. Over. This is as ridiculous as you being an Ole Miss fan and a Yankee fan. Um, LSU is notoriously stupid for uniforms. And if you don't like America, then you don't like my picks. Um, (laughs) I'll just go with somehow you allowed me to go with the Army Navy. Both of them. I get both. Same thing. Why didn't one of us pick Notre Dame? I really Notre Dame's home uniform I, I is really, so good. I really tried to talk you into it. I was like, they sometimes wear the green. I mean, twenty four karat. You know what I'm saying? Twenty four karat gold. Um, dude, dude, Notre, Notre Dame's unis are. Oof. I think that's the funniest thing about our second top twenty five, where we're literally <laughs> saying like Ron Palace sucks. Um, Ian Book sucks. Everything about Notre Dame sucks. And then we just straight go into like Notre Dame. Ooh, who doesn't? Oh, yeah, they should be. You got to be in the top five. Who doesn't like Notre Dame, baby? 
I think they're like number three right now. Well, that's stupid. They, they beat Louisville twelve to seven last week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Louisville sucks. Yeah, the whole ACC sucks. If Dabo ever leaves that conference, well, he's probably going to go to the pros and then come back when Mama calls. When at the age of nine, dude, sometimes Mama calling is not a good thing to do. Uh, see Scott Frost. Like no. sometimes Mama needs to stay at the house, and you need to go about your business. Scott Frost is getting paid, and do you want Dabo at Alabama? Are you one of those no. hanging on and wants that goober? I I would not call him a goober, but I mean he's a goober. Well, when Nick Saban reaches ninety, which is in twenty one years, um, he's got to retire at some point, right? Like, yeah, you are we you going crystal ball? That, that, I don't want to go crystal ball. I don't, you don't. Want, there'll be someone new by then. There'll be new, some new cyborg. I mean, Dabo's a, a gomer. And if he don't, and if what if he don't bring Venerables with him? going to be Ray Perkins all over again. All right. You convinced me. I, I don't, man. I Who is next for Alabama? I mean, that's too... I, I, I do think Saban's here another six, seven years. So, I mean, I don't... I think it's too, least, too soon right? to even try to guess. Yeah, I think it's too soon to even guess. There's going to be a whole new coaching landscape. Do you really think that uh, Ogeron is is uh, Chizik? Yeah. Actually, I, I I mean I think he was before. I think he just look, man. The guy's always been a decent recruiter, and he always will be. But he struck. He just man the the proverbial clouds align. Man, you got a great offensive coordinator, a great defensive coordinator, an unbelievable running back. A, a really daggum good quarterback and, you know, a bunch of five-star players at LSU, and it all worked out. Showing, though, look. Bo Pelini's not the answer. No, Bo Pelini sucks, and that, but that shows that Ordron's going to make a lot of bon- – if, if LSU – now, look, three or four years, yeah, they'll probably make another run again if he makes the right – if he makes the right hires. But, I mean, LSU's going to have to – but he's going to have a lot of years like this, too, because he's going to make a lot of bad hires. Yeah, I mean, you can get a grasp for straws, I guess. All right, you got the Ole Miss uniforms versus. But here's the thing, man. Nobody's going to sustain, and that's the thing. So, what are you going to fire him and hire who? Because here's the the ultimate thing: is you're trying to do what beat beat Saban and and knock Bama off the block from they're year not, to year. Yeah, and not, nobody's going to do that as long as as Saban's at Alabama. So why not ride it out? Yeah, they're not going to fire him. Um, well, no, I mean, as long as Saban's at Bama, man, like nobody's going to win it consistently. So yeah. just keep who you got. Yeah, LSU hasn't even played Alabama yet, and that's not the end-all, be-all, but it's remarkable what Saban's doing. It's pretty remarkable, um, which is another reason why I'm glad that Bobby Bowden's not my coach and Nick Saban is. Let's go with Ole Miss's uniform. Beautiful. Yeah, I win. Absolutely amazing. I have uh, about 142 different uniform combinations in my University of Oregon. Which really neato mosquito. 
Really cool. Kids love it. Not one of them is as beautiful as that powder Have you seen their basketball court? It's ridiculous. Mesmerizing. Have you seen? Looks like a forest. Yeah, it really really is. Um, What is that? Why? What is that? I, I don't know. Is it just like, hey, Nike, we've got so much money. Just let's do stuff. That's exactly what Oregon's bringing. Um, Army Navy has a combination of two colors, probably 100 different combinations. But Oregon, yeah, Oregon, I, I really want to see the red tail uniform, but Oregon, come on. That silver, the black, the neon yellow, the green. Come on. Tell me about it. You're saying you're saying powder blue. Cool if you want to go hunting. You're saying powder blue defeats all. Yeah, it's cool that there's thirty seven shades of green. What if there's thirty silver, black, yellow, green? Great. Poo comes in all shapes and sizes. That makes it good because there's bunches of it. I really hope you stay tuned for next week when the Pac-12 starts playing because <laughs> Oregon's going to break out another new uniform. And if you don't like it, wait a week because they'll break out another unseen ever before uniform. And then you can just turn on Ole Miss and see a better uniform every week. Whether it be so, Navy helmets and red jerseys or... Navy helmets, navy jerseys, or powder blue helmets and red jerseys, or powder blue helmets and powder blue jerseys, or powder blue helmets and white jerseys. I mean, I noticed from your headphones you're a big fan of powder blue. <laughs> yeah, it's just ironic. Cool. Well, I see in the background maybe the greatest uniform. It's a Dave Matthews poster, my friend. I'm talking about the crimson and white. From Tuscaloosa. This is from Tuscaloosa, though. It's Dave, Dave Matthews poster from T-Town. So good. I told God I'm coming to your country.
Thanks guys. 